1: or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty, Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Morning, hello. It's Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. How you doing, Hawk Fanatic boy? <laughs>
2: oh, I'm great.
1: Have they? They haven't done your street yet, huh?
2: No, this is weird. I mean, usually we're not this late. I'm not complaining. I don't. I know, but usually we're done by now. But no, they have not. And if I could just get to Scott Boulevard, I'd be fine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: The problem is Peterson Street and Arbor are just, I mean, it's, I mean, there's, I've been up since 630 and two cars, two SUVs have gone by. Yeah. And one was a plow for a drive for a neighbor's driveway
1: yeah the guy we got done earlier too i was out doing my walk and uh the snowplow came through and the guy was great he not only usually
2: i get the i mean i usually get mine as as soon or sooner than you sometimes and i i don't know what's going on today
1: i mean not only did he do the street but you know sometimes they leave 10 feet of snow at the end of the driveway yeah He, he he took care of that
2: well, that's going to happen to me. I'm ready, though. I've sho- My whole driveway is ice melt shoveled with a shovel and snowblower. It's, I mean, I've got cement. I'm down to the cement. Yeah. But I, but they're going to come by at some point, and there'll be like a four-foot drift. I'll have to shovel through that, but then I'll be okay. I'm, happen- I'm trying to help watch my buddy's dogs over in Coralville, but I can't get over there. It's, luckily, he's got a couple friends that live nearby that have been able to walk to let him out. But the other concern is... He's not there. If if he hasn't shoveled his driveway, there's going to be nowhere to park. Yeah. If he's got 10 inches of snow in his driveway, he'll so have to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, he's got a little York Terrier and a German Shepherd. They're great dogs. I've been watching them for the last couple of days. They're hilarious.
1: I love German Shepherds. Uh, this this awesome.
2: just This German Shepherd is insane. I mean, it's just... <laughs> It never settles. I mean, it's just constantly love me, love me, play, play, love. But it's scared to death of the little Yorkie terrier, and it's funny whenever the Yorkie thing growls, the German Shepherd runs and hides. It's, it's Yeah, not funny.
1: Dogs don't and, get dogs don't get size. No, they don't get them no. at all.
2: That oh, looks- this Yorkshire terrier has it stretches more than a chicken. I mean, it just thinks it's the greatest thing in the world, and it's it's a great dog though. It probably weighs. It's just tiny. And it jumps up on my lap and climbs up my chest and sits and rests on my shoulder and licks my face when I go over there. And the German Shepherd just sits there and just goes insane, saying, hey, what about me? What about me? What about me?
3: <laughs> Lily, you know, wants, but... Lily wants to sit on my lap, and she's... Uh hundred and, yeah, 20 Yeah, pounds. no, this
2: dog only weighs about 8, 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's definitely a lap dog, but I could see getting one of these little York Terriers. I'm not talking about a core. I'm t- You know a York Terrier? They, you know what they look like, don't sure, you? Sure, of course. They're kind of rust-colored, and they got a little dark gray in them. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a you know, I don't know if all dogs have got this dog's personality, but this dog's just got a great personality. And it's just funny how he rules this German Shepherd.
1: I've never been a big Yorkie fan, but I haven't spent much time with them either. I always thought they were kind of prissy.
2: I, this one's not. This one is not. It's just, I mean, it's, and it's a bo- boy. I don't know if that makes a difference, you know, but it's, this one's not prissy. It's, it's just, it's, it, it rules. I mean, it struts and it just growls and it just basically demands things to be his way and basically gets away with whatever he wants. I just feel bad though that I can't. I can't get over there today, at least not right now. I'm sure. Like, it's, what's First Avenue in Muscatine like? Uh, fine. Okay. Yeah. I just need to get there. Yeah. I assume. Do you think friendship has been friendship has been plowed? It had to have been. I,
1: I imagine friendship is fine too. Yeah.
2: Okay. And I'm guessing by noon today, don't you think they'll be by here? Oh, I would think. Yeah. Okay. I would so, think so. But Yeah, I, I went out in the middle of the street, and I was looking up and down I'm like, good Lord, there's no way I can make it, make it no. up the hill to get to Peterson Street. And then my neighbor's had most Peterson's even worse, so I walked up there, and I'm like, whoa. I mean, that was like two hours ago, but if they're going to plow Peterson, they would also do Arbor, right? I would they imagine. Just do, yeah, so like I said, just got to be patient.
3: Yeah, It'll get, they'll get there. Hey, do you want to call up on another line?
2: Why? Call, uh, are we going to bug somebody? Or are we going
3: to
1: prank well, call I'm, someone? No, no, <laughs> no. You.
2: Oh, I mean the business line, so Holaska yeah, can call in. Yeah. This
1: isn't the the gym class. We get calls on this show.
2: <laughs> so is, is, is it for sure? I, I'd never touch base with Adam. Is he for sure calling in today? Do you think? Or I do don't you just hope do so. It just in case he does. Yeah, I don't. All right. So yeah, call
1: yeah. in on 354 four on that. I'll call one two four two. I'll call in on four, the two. other line here okay. right okay. now. That'll all be right, great. All
3: right. all
1: right. Yeah. 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 He's going to call on the other
3: line. I think it's. I think again, it's the music he listens to. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Hello.
2: Okay, now we can take
3: calls. Okay, and well we got one. It's already. It's already ringing. Hello. And it's not it's ringing he's out. out. Okay, he's back. Call
1: back. He's back.
3: <clears throat> Hello. Hey, why didn't Pat come in today?
1: Because it... street's not plowed. he's snowed can't, in. Can't get out. What a
2: libtard.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. You, see... you think that had something to do with it? My extensive Democratic background. <laughs>
1: I think you're spot on. <laughs>
2: My fondness for the Green Deal is just my... my
3: (laughs) Those Mr. Progress, those (laughs) giant posters in your window of AOC. Hello?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe Pat should have bought a snow shovel instead of of buying another subscription to a
5: porn
3: channel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. maybe you maybe you should have stayed on that line. <laughs> I
2: um, actually have a snow shovel. A snow blower would have been a better punchline uh, uh, than anything. Because I tweeted last night that I own over 400 CDs, but but I don't own a snow blower, and my dad would have called that a misuse of funds and incredibly stupid. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm here to tell you the snow thrower is one of the finest inventions known to man.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm now that I'm getting older. I've always treated shoveling sort of as an exercise mm-hmm. you don't do much exercise in the winter. But yesterday, even with my neighbor helping with his snowblower, yesterday was miserable. I mean, I shoveled a ton, and I mean, it was this is heavy, wet snow.
1: Yeah, it's it's heart attack snow.
2: Yeah, it's re- yeah, it definitely is, and I'm just I'm I'm pooped right now, but. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, it it is, they said we could get 8 to 10 inches, and we got 8 to 10 no, inches. We they sure I mean, did.
1: They nailed it.
2: I mean, they're not always, um, they're not always right, but they're right more times than wrong. And do you think Mace is hearing this, and this is going to go right to his head? He's... I'll bet
1: Mace is
3: tired. Yeah, Mace has been getting up at 3.30 doing uh, Fox 9 uh, weather in uh, Minneapolis. So. I
2: got drifts on our street taller than Mace.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't doubt it. Hello,
6: I have a football question. Okay. okay. Gary Barda said, if we would have gone to the bowl game, it'd have been a lost some money. Mm-hmm. So And I'm just I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just very interested. I wonder how much it costs to go to the bowl game. Does the band go? How much does that cost? And the only difference now would be there's no crowd. So do we make money off the crowd and not TV? Because I thought we would well, get, you make it from mean, all TV. you make it from
2: all that stuff, I and mean, this it's kind of like apples and oranges now. It's hard to compare, but in years past, they've had years. Tom, you've known they, they don't bowl. A lot of these bowl games aren't big money makers. No, they hope to break even. Yeah. sometimes I mean that. Oh, that okay. sometimes it's a reward, but you know they don't always make a ton of money and. But it doesn't matter because in normal circumstances because the television contract gives them so much money overall. Yeah. yeah I mean what what was it what do they get in a normal year? Fifty five million dollars for the Big Ten?
3: Right. Yes. Yeah.
2: Is that roughly what it is about? Yeah,
3: fifty five yes. million.
2: So these things aren't near as big of issues normally. Now everything's a big issue. And what I wrote a while back when I said it's ridiculous, why even go to this game under the circumstances with Missouri not being very good and sending their players home, and the fact that it was probably going to be a money loser this year when you're already losing money and you've cut four sports. That's what I was saying. It just, just didn't seem worth it. Now as, as, a, as we find out, it was inevitable they weren't going to play anyway, so it doesn't matter. But that, I mean, So, yeah, that's kind of of it. But they make so much money now from television, as you see. And somebody for, I can't remember who it was. I think his last name was Rosenberg. Steve wrote a great column on just this. Basically, this pandemic has exposed exactly what college football, the NCAA, is all about. And it's making money.
4: Yes. That's it.
2: I mean, that is the number. And I think we've always known that. But I think this pandemic... Basically, just put it out there for us all to see. I mean, think about it. Think about some of the decisions. that I'm not knocking them. They, it's a business. It's a business. I get
1: it, it. It is. And the other thing, I mean, they make money on. Okay, Iowa would go and individually lose money, but the television money for Iowa yeah. playing that game goes they into the a kitty. New point. Yes, and is split among all the teams.
2: Yeah, they split all the book. Mm. What I'm saying is this year's different. <clears throat> There's not near as much money. There's not fans right. in the city. It's a pandemic. And to me, that's why this year, to me, it wasn't worth going to a bowl game. Normally, almost under any circumstance, it's worth going to a bowl game. I, this year, to me, it wasn't. And as it turns out, the circumstances ended up making it a mute point anyway.
6: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't go. I enjoyed what I got to see him so far. But one other thing is that women's uh, swimming, that lawsuit coming looks pretty legit. I
2: mean Oh, it's legit. I mean it's legit, but I, I mean, how much time does that get him another year? I mean I I don't I'm no obviously no oh, legal expert. What okay, do you guys yeah, think? I mean yeah. I don't think this is anything long term. I think it's basically putting a band aid on a wound. What do you guys yes,
1: think? Yes, I think you're right.
2: I think it yeah. gets yeah. them another year. But haven't a lot of these athletes already left Iowa? We should actually I should yeah. try to reach out to I, I should that. reach out to Vicky and see I'll reach out to Vicky over the next couple of days and see about having. It. I'm sure she's up to date on everything that's going on with uh, that. And see, I the way I interpret it though is it gets them this coming year. This, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's more to it. If I'm wrong, somebody call in and explain. Uh, but that's how I did. You guys, when I read the thing, that it just says that for this coming year that they've got what an injunction or something.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yes.
2: So, so yeah, no, they're so not. Vicky, the they, gal. What's that? Is Vicky the gal from California? Yes, the one I uh, went to Gosh, Junior I'm High so, so she lives, so smart. Yeah, She's a former Iowa swimmer and she's the one yeah. who they used to write the initial appeal to uh, Gary Bard and the Board of Regents as a representative of the swim the swimming program about, you know, about why this was wrong. She's big on trying to find another financial model other than, you know, football and that to support non-revenue. She's been really involved in that. So, yeah, I'll try to get her on in the next couple of days, but just, I, I think a lot of them have transferred, or maybe they'll come back. I, I don't know. It's hard. But, no, well, they, it's they they're not going down they, without a fight.
6: They interviewed a swimmer the other night, and she did admit that they've already lost a lot, but she didn't want to give up the fight. But
2: um, and Yeah, and I think part of it's symbolic, and I get it. Yeah. I, I get it, and, you know, this was a victory. A judge ruled on their behalf for now. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Have thanks for the day. call
3: okay i've got uh text from dr uh, dr forbes yes twenty five
2: follows me on twitter
3: twenty five cars in the ditch from eighty to highway thirty on three eighty many wow. with snow covering the doors
1: i don't doubt it yeah
2: didn't they shut down three eighty for a
1: while uh Just- I, they put a toe yeah, band. Yes, yeah. they did. at exit exit twelve. Okay.
2: What I couldn't believe, and man, my colleagues are braver and more devoted than me. The taker and the guy from the Quad City Times—they made it to Carver Hawkeye Arena. Yeah, they drove.
3: Well, something was wrong with them.
2: <laughs> well, I, I, were, I, 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 that's stunning. Well, I mean, they yeah. were there, so they. I give. I respect. I mean, if I ever have to go on some type of like. Um, Antarctic tour to save my life. I may bring them along for encouragement. And I mean, well, I'm stunned that they were there. Tom Cakert I mean, lives I, in Bluegrass, I mean, right? Was, I mean, at four or five o'clock yesterday here, wouldn't you guys admit it was pretty bad? To be driving around, yes. it was bad
3: here, but I don't know what it was. Tom Cakert lives in Bluegrass, and it might yeah, have just I mean, been but headed. Didn't this
2: thing pretty much sweep all the way down.
3: I don't know how intense it was then. I know that it got intense around. Around uh, 5 o'clock, because we started getting calls from the Quad Cities. Hello? Yeah, I'm just
2: amazed that they made it there, man. Hopefully they made it home safely. And I, you know, like I said, they will, they're they like yukon What's the guy from Rudolph? yukon Cornelius? I don't know. You guys, don't, you guys didn't watch Rudolph? No, uh, You're
3: not know. that old, are you? Well, I've, I've seen Rudolph. Rudolph came out in like the 50s. Yeah, but I, I don't, I I don't remember. remember the name. I remember of... the Rudolph. The... the, the
2: the inspector that helped him slay the abominable snowman?
1: See, I don't even <laughs> remember the m- movie.
2: Yukon Cornelius. Is that Hunter in the background? Yes. Thank you, Hunter, for some normalcy. Good Lord. Did you guys even grow up in this country?
3: <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Good Lord. All right, I um, thought that uh, he was aided uh, by, the, uh, by the help of Mindy Perry.
2: Maybe he was. We you know, have a caller? But all yeah. I know is by the end, that snowman didn't have any teeth, and Yukon Cornelius ruled. Hello?
6: You didn't know Yukon Cornelius? No. Really? No, Wow. And, <laughs> and I
2: still and mean, I don't, I don't want to know, know gooma, Which I have on the background right now. You may be hearing some umaguma. You know, a, that's
3: probably why they didn't uh, plow your uh, street. Because of my music taste? Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. and your movie taste, your <laughs> my Christmas movie. Now
2: we're skipping this guy. Gee, let's think he likes Led Zeppelin and the Deer Hunter. We better get away from him.
1: Let's maroon this guy.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's up, Mace? What's
6: up, Mace? Uh, well, well, well before, you know, the last moron called, I heard somebody say my name. So um,
3: Your
2: name was mentioned. We were giving you guys, you guys were spot on with this thing.
6: Oh, good, good. That's then I guess well, there was no, no reason for I me to call other than I.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's wet snow. Did you say it was going to be wet, heavy snow, and ten inches of it? I can't, Were you that specific? Um, probably not. No. No, geez, actually, I was pretty not much actually. you were. No,
3: actually, you were. base.
2: <laughs> you guys are pretty spot on with us because you yeah. said it would yeah. come in like two little, and it's just it's every. I got nine and a half inches in my driveway, and it is heavy wet snow. As heavy snow as I can remember. Oh, good. Welcome. You don't,
7: Welcome you to don't winter to like the rest that of all.
2: us. You don't seem to care about that at all.
6: We Would had a blizzard last week, are. so no, I don't care. Your slushy snow.
1: Whatever.
2: <laughs> That's good. That's right. You're in Minnesota, right? I can't whine to a Minnesotan about weather. What am I doing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Minneapolis has had a crummy winter already.
2: No, you're right. We've been lucky. We haven't had much snow at all.
6: We actually have had a really good winter until the last week. It was sunny and dry, and temperatures were above average most of November and all the way up until just before Christmas, before that blizzard. So it hasn't actually been too bad. But
2: yeah, last week kind of sucked. Yeah. So how much snow do you have on the ground now?
6: Uh, let's see. We got three ish today. We had one or two over the weekend, and the blizzard was roughly about eight. Yeah. Ooh, okay, so whatever that's that is. So that's a fl- foot but a fl- it's fl- compressed.
2: Yeah. Okay, and it doesn't look like it's going to get warm enough anytime soon for any of this to melt, right? Am I right, guys?
6: Yeah, I'm no, afraid no. you're right. Um, yeah, that's a shame. We're going to be in the 30s by next week here, so yeah, we'll be maybe a th- warm up.
3: We'll be in the 30s on uh, Monday.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah. maybe some of this, but this okay. What's today? Wednesday. Uh, yeah. That's. But yeah, it's been. We've had worse winters. I mean, but boy, this one was. Right on, spot on, time and everything, too. That was the other amazing. They said, well, it started about 2 and the and boom, right? Right about 2, it started pouring down snow.
6: You talk like this is a rarity that we're right on or spot on. What the
2: heck? No, I mean, I mean this spot on was pretty impressive. So I'm giving you a compliment and you can't hate it. I mean, come on. Because it's I said with impressed.
6: sarcasm. I can hear that. I would, it's no, just no, like no if sarcasm. I said, oh, somebody watched Channel 2. That,
2: that's sarcasm. No, I can hear it. Oh, hey. No, but it was, I'm just, I'm sort of mad that you guys were right, though. I was hoping that we oh, would not get it bad. Oh, fast. it's anger.
1: Hey, we got yes, a. Okay. This is I'm speaking out of anger
2: <laughs> and of annoyance because I'm stuck at my house. I want some breakfast food. I don't have any. I have nothing in the house that's close to breakfast food, and that's what I have a craving for right now. And I'm stuck. Ah.
1: Uh, uh, Ann and I, I got exterior. some great, great news yesterday.
2: Yeah. What?
1: Amy's going to get her vac vaccine today.
2: Oh, great. Wow. Oh, because she's oh, uh great. Fr- she works at the uh, yes. Because j- of her job, right? Yes. Yeah. Good for her. Yes. Awesome. so yeah well, that takes awesome. a load
1: off our mind because she's got compromised lung function yeah. and boy if she no, to get it then, that's great know, it'd be hard no, to work. good for her I'm happy to hear that yeah, yeah. great news yeah.
6: yeah good news Kim had hers on Monday where she works at a at a elderly
2: facility health
6: yep. so yeah
2: good great no, that's good I'm, I'm all yep I mean all the frontline workers or whatever get them vaccinated and when it's my time I'll be willing to do it too oh, I'm yeah. thinking what may June?
3: It'll be faster than that. Yeah, it'll be faster than that. When do you think we'll okay. get our suitor?
2: Um, well,
1: I, I saw where we are, one C,
4: okay.
3: being
1: in communications. Yeah, we're one C. So, one A
6: is the first
1: way. Oh
2: wave. my God, The plow just came by.
6: Yeah, there you go. Well. We'll ignore the fact that you're both sixty-five plus to put you in one C as well, and we'll just say communications. That's all right.
2: Mace, you just you took go. the words out of my mouth. I was going to do the age reference too. I mean, that <laughs> does have something to do with it. Well, and you beat me to it. You guys, you can you hide behind that radio, but it's your age that's getting you in line. And more power to you. We are. Yeah, right? Hey, mm-hmm.
3: we are essential workers. These and are the golden and when they years, those buddy. Two
2: together, that puts you in the front of the line. These are the
3: golden years. It is essential that we play oh. Mindy Perry.
2: Yeah, I get you, and Dear Commissar,
3: Dirk Commissar. And it, oh, yeah. Don't
2: turn around. Uh-uh. <laughs> Talk to the you. The Commissars in town. Uh-oh.
3: Uh-oh. Talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, <God>.
1: Mace.
2: <laughs> that song has been in my head for the last forty-eight hours because of you guys.
3: It's. Never one of my favorites. Oh, it's just a freak of, you know, dun, you guys, dun, 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 dun. it's just a song. But you know, what is Uma
2: besides just a bunch of collaboration of songs?
3: Uma Gooma <clears throat> is nothing but sound effects. Sort
2: of. You're, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But all right. Um,
3: okay. Hold on. Wait, we got a call. Hold on. We got a call. Hello. Hello. Do you realize there's more people in the ditch between 80 and
1: 30 that called the gym class during the whole year?
3: <laughs> that was a very important call.
2: <laughs> and you liked it. You, you enjoyed it. <laughs> a little. You enjoyed bit. Its As content did I and its purpose.
1: <laughs> As did I. <clears throat> All right. Here's another uh, one. Should we
2: start talking about last night's game? Well, let's yeah. take
1: this phone call and then see where it takes us. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, Pat. You're hungry for breakfast? Yes. Chomp. They do breakfast delivery. Oh, they do. Yeah, Bluebird, all those types of places. So but if ch- I get an omelet from Bluebird, is it going to be <laughs> warm? Be cold. It all get... way... No, it'll have what? icicles on it. <laughs> no, we we uh, get now, Chomp I mean, all so, the t- and time, and that's great. What you saying here? I mean, is that, that's not a, uh, Will it be warm? No, it, yeah, it'll definitely be warm. I always, uh, I, I do it about 30 seconds in the microwave. Oh, okay. I mean, so, okay, because I, I made, but the plow did just come by. Other than just a little showman, I'm, I'm, I'm out now. I mean, it just took, it, it's crazy. It just took one time for the plow to come by both directions, and good, I'm good.
4: Uh, no plower.
2: So, good. All right, well, yeah, I should, I will try chomp sometime. I've never tried it. I know um, you no, guys, they've, have they've advertised on here?
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah it no, is. I've, I've heard good, really good about it. And my food's been hot. Okay. I I I just
2: ask about breakfast food because, you know, breakfast food, the moment it's not hot, is gross. Especially if it involves eggs. Yes,
1: it is. There's nothing
2: grosser than cold eggs other than undercooked chicken. There's nothing worse than eggs. Oh, no, eggs are. I I, love eggs. I'm one of those where I get a craving for eggs. I eat them for like 24 hours and then I don't have them for six months.
1: But cold eggs don't work very well. Yes, I agree.
2: Undercooked eggs and uh, undercooked chicken. If you well, had to eat one of those to survive, what would you eat?
1: Well, undercooked chicken, you can get sick. Yeah.
2: Well, that's just part of the risk. That's why I asked you. So, are you leaning toward eggs? So I leaning not eggs. you a real, good, pro- real good choice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Eggs are, <laughs> eggs are nasty when they're cold, but when,
2: when they're hot, they're delicious. Well, Steve, oh, they you, pe- well, you got to have a ton of pepper on them. I can't
3: eat eggs without black pepper. When on. I was at my parents' house... 17 freaking years very seriously every morning my mother made soft boiled eggs my mom and, used
2: to make those and poached eggs so and scrambled eggs on friday
3: they are terrible nasty and every morning i mean when i was a little kid i started throwing them away when she wasn't looking when I was about 14.
2: yeah See, I remember my, the few times my mom would make those, I'd cut them in half and just put a ton of pepper on them then I could tolerate them.
4: Oh,
1: she
2: didn't nice. make them much though. My, I remember my mom used to make really good poached eggs. Have you ever had those?
1: Poached eggs are nasty.
2: Oh, I, my mom used to make them. she'd yeah. put a kind of get them well done and I'd put them on toast with butter. ooh, they were good yeah. and a ton of pepper, of course.
3: You know, but, so when, uh, I can't do the only eggs I can do are deviled if it's got a lot of mustard and no, I, I can
2: I can like deviled eggs, but you gotta have pepper on them, don't you? you, yes. do you put pepper uh, on yours?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I can do uh egg salad.
2: I can do a little egg salad. I can do yeah. omelets. I can I now if I do fried eggs, I want I like my eggs more done than more more not done. they they gotta be Pretty over Fried up is not quite enough for no, me. No,
1: they gotta be over hard. Break the yolk yeah.
2: And then it's, yeah, just a it's tiny good. little bit of yolk to mix in with the hash browns on the toast, but I like them to be done. But, okay, so now that we've done the Guy Fieri part of the show, should we
1: um, move on to the
2: game last night? Well,
1: welcome back, Jordan Bohannon.
2: Well, and I'm, are you, I'm not surprised. This is no. Jordan Bohannon. This is this is just kind of how his career's gone, wouldn't you say?
4: Yes.
1: I mean, yeah.
2: he's been a little more up and down this year, I get that. and But I think that's partly because, he doesn't need to score as much for them as he did two and three years ago for them to be successful. And But, I mean, I, I'm i not saying I'm Bonnie Reynolds, but I said they were going to win this game. I thought they would win somewhat conventionally, and I'm not surprised at all, that he got open for three-pointers against Northwestern. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's happened before. It'll happen again. There's going to be other games where... A more athletic backcourt's going to clamp down on him. It's going to be harder for him to score. That's just kind of how it's been.
1: And C.J. Frederick had a, a nice game oh, He was as well. great.
2: I thought he was the difference in the game because he did it in the first half when Northwestern was playing really well. And you notice he didn't just drain threes. He made all different kinds of shots. Yeah. He is not just as – I mean, And I'm not knocking Bohannon. I mean, Bohannon made that one three from like 35 feet. It was incredible. From the feathers. But that's what he does. Yeah. C.J. Frederick can score in all different ways
1: yeah it's uh, we sure needed him last night, and they came up big uh Luca string of twenty point games stopped, but that's fine yeah he yeah. still
2: won and he doesn't care, and he had eighteen and six yeah I mean some guys make first team all big ten averaging eighteen and six, so I mean it's yep. amazing that um he can kind of be the sideshow and sort of be viewed as having sort of an off night at eighteen and six and but yeah, they needed Bohannon, and they needed. Frederick, but it, I've never thought in the second half. Even when they got it down to, like, three, it always felt like Iowa was going to win.
3: Huh? Yep. Hold on. Yep. Yeah, Solid we effort. Got, we got Adam on the on the line. Hi, Adam. Hey. Hey. Good morning, guys. What's up, Adam? Gosh, that was quite the snowstorm. I'm, I was
5: like, Pat, I saw him on Twitter. That was that's as bad as snow as I remember for a while.
2: Oh, it was wet and heavy, and it is what it is, and it's going to be here for a while, but... <laughs> I mean, it is, what, Are what is
1: today, going anywhere?
2: December 30th? Is yeah. Is the 30th?
1: Yes. This would have been the uh, bowl game day.
2: Bowl game. Yep, we would have been the bowl game, but instead we're talking about a win. I'm not surprised. Adam, just just your thought. I mean, that's Jordan. I'm not surprised that Jordan got open and made six threes last night. Are you?
5: No, and, and when he got on, especially in the second half, I mean, he was, what, five for five at one point there. He. Mm-hmm. He was in his zone, and there again, like you said they were uh, if they're going to clamp down and, and really guard Luca, you know it's going to leave him open and shoot he's shooting some of those from the logo and um, yeah, when he catches fire like that, it's a huge help, and it just balances out the scoring and um, you know as he went along in the second half, we just kind of continue to extend that lead. I, I will say that that um, the technical kind of came at a crucial point there in that second half, yes, that was really in my opinion, that was the game changer from us really separating um away from Northwestern at that point. Do we know What'd you think of that call?
1: Well, yeah. What, what caused it?
5: I mean, he was loud, right? He, I think he said, Man. Uh, you know, get it out of here and, and probably threw a vulgarity in there when, when, uh, he, you know, contested Keegan there and, and blocked the shot. And it is, it's a quiet arena, which these guys aren't used to playing in. And I'm sure any other time, maybe you get away with it loud crowd, you know, stuff's going sure. on, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very silent in that, even with the limited fans we have. So I was a little surprised, but there again, I mean, some of these guys want to control what's being said or done out there. Um, you know, the ref had all right to do that, but it definitely changed the the situation there in the game.
2: I will say, man, Pete Nance in the first half looked like an NBA player. God, he was nuts. I mean, he was really, he probably will be an NBA. He's the most improved player from one year to the next that I can remember in quite some time. Adam, can you think of anyone that's improved more than him from one year to the other?
5: Not really, not lately. I mean, he just kind of came from out of nowhere. and you know, He did. The only, he had notoriety. He was Larry up. Nance's
2: son mm-hmm. and his other, his older brother played in the NBA. But I remember watching him, too. I'm like, oh, this kid, man, he's quick, he's tall. But I'd watch him, and he just wasn't very good. And last year you saw tiny glimpses, but... I mean, the first fifteen minutes of that game last night, you would have thought that was the best player in the country, the way he was playing. Yeah,
5: well, he was impressive. Points, three or four from three point. I mean, you're right. He's he's got the NBA build. He's got the the shooting. He's got uh, everything was on full display last night. I I, I thought his defense was good too. I, mean, I did too. There was one. a
2: couple of times where he just drove right by Luca. Pete Nance will be a power forward, small forward in the NBA. That's what. That's I mean, even what is he six ten? But he moves. That I yep. thought a big thing for I didn't think what do you guys think of boo Booey last night? Uh, don't I both mean, answer at the it, same time. <laughs> I'll let you guys go i mean what well, i mean i what what, what do you think of his performance Tom
5: He's still on what happened What's going on? Away. Hello? i think i i guess i'll I'll go ahead and you know he played twenty eight minutes um you know, he ended up with, what, eight assists, but just not a real big scoring night for him. He, he, he did took a lot. I well. thought he just
2: took a lot of fast shots. And he's been the difference in them winning a lot of these games just by making crazy three-pointers. Have you watched? Yeah, no, oh, I haven't. And, and, you know, that's why they're at
5: the, you know, where they were coming into the game. He's been a big part of that. But, yeah, you know, it's nice it's it's nice for a guy to have an off night. You know, some of those other guys stepped up. But uh, to contain him and keep him to two points, you um, that that was a big help for us.
2: Is that that so you say Adam, I mean, of course a ton of things go into winning the game, but to me, last night's game was decided most because Bohannon got hot from three and Boo Booey never got hot from three.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: I mean that was the I game. Would say that. And and CJ having that good first half, kind of like
5: we
1: yes, CJ having I, that first half. You're off. right.
2: Because Northwestern was really coming on, and Luca was kind of stymied at that point, and Bohannon Bohannon hadn't really gotten involved in. Adam, just talk about the array of different shots. He had one where he drove to his left in the lane and did sort of a leaner runner to the baseline, and it went in. I mean, that was a big-time shot.
5: Yeah, that's what I have liked about C.J., and we talked about that this year. He's really He had that part of his game last year. We saw some stuff, but I think you're seeing a little bit more confidence, and he's got the green light. I love seeing him make plays. Um, he's got the potential to get fouled. He's, he's, he's just a smart player. You can tell his... Uh, iq basketball iq is very high and mm-hmm. just strong and, He's got a good base around him too he can make he can make tough shots and yes he's got a little bit of a step back in him too so uh, he's a tough guy to guard and i'd like to see him getting more than more than 10 shots a game i know it was, it was a little more balanced with shooting last night but you know when he's hot i think we got to continue to run stuff for him in the iso to get him open
2: about, I was uh, also really impressed with Keegan Murray. And I was Patrick just to I tweeted last night, they have a good chemistry together on the court. That backdoor play was that was nice. That was good. And Keegan, he got that open three look in front of the Northwestern bench and didn't hesitate, and it went in. To me, that is huge <laughs> if you're doing that as a six foot eight true freshman. No hesitation with him at all.
5: Gosh, he's so efficient out there. And, and even his length, I mean, even that one steal that he ended up getting uh, fouled on, well, they, they call him mm-hmm. the technical foul. I mean, he just makes things happen. I mean, there was another time where he's just all over the place. He ended up with, uh, with a couple steals, I think, um, yeah, two. But he's just, even on defense, watch him and those that are listening in. he's He can move and cover a lot of ground. And he's yes. always in a good position. And, and that's stuff that's hard as a freshman when you're coming in, especially – you know, I know he played a prairie, then went to a prep school. You know, sometimes the, the prep schools, you lose a little sight of the defense. You know, guys are wanting mm-hmm. to score and kind of showcase, and I, I mean, I'm just uh, I'm really impressed with, with his play and just maturity out there for being a, a, a really a, just a true freshman there uh, and stepping in and playing major minutes for this team.
2: Well, he plays defense like his fathers did, but he's three inches taller than his father, longer arms and what have you. Yeah. And he can, I mean, he's a good... I didn't realize he had the three-point shot as part of his game this early, but, yeah, and they need him and Patrick to contribute because, Adam, that's their nine-player rotation. Without them, they have basically a seven-player rotation. Yep. And I just don't think that's enough to get through the grind of this Big Ten. They need those guys no, to play. He
5: just gives He gives us just a little bit something. You know, everybody's got a little something different, right? Go to our yeah. lineup. It's, you know, sometimes you have those teams, you're like, why you substitute this guy for this guy? There's not a lot of, you know, crossover there, but, um, you know, Everybody's a little different. And then even Patrick comes in. You know, he played 12 minutes last night, but, you know, there was a, a play in the second half, too, where he just kind of kept the play alive and they were tipping the ball mm-hmm. around, ends up going out of bounds. I mean, just little things like that his length, his athleticism, his hustle. I mean, those are, those are big minutes that those guys can give on the bench. And, you know, really we've got to continue to ride our starters, but it's nice having some good athletic guys come off that can play defense, that play hard. Um, extend the game. It's it's uh, once again to to get through this grind of the Big Ten. We're going to need that bench to really step up.
2: And now they got Rutgers coming up, and Rutgers beat Purdue without Ron Harper. hmm
5: They did. Which
2: I, Rutgers is tough.
5: I mean, they're they're athletic, they're confident. They're that's going to be a tough game coming up. But there again, I, I I still think we got a couple guys. You know, you know, Bohannon shot well last night, but you know. Wees, Camp, Frederick, we get a couple of those guys hot, including Garza. You know he's getting around, you know, twenty, twenty-five a game. I mean, it's we're still going to be a tough team to stop. We just we got to hold the fort down on defense and and make mm-hmm. these guys make tough shots. And I think once again, it's unfortunate what happened Friday, but maybe it's a good lesson for us moving forward to these games like Northwestern and Rutgers. Um, you know, to kind of get our heads straightened out before we get through this grind.
2: And I think with Bohannon, I don't know if you guys. I, to me, the challenge for Bohannon's got to be, okay, let's get a middle ground. Let's don't go six, threes, 20, and now against Rutgers, you take five shots and score two points. They need him to start consistently giving them nine to 15 points a game. Do mm-hmm. you guys agree? Yeah, definitely. They yep. need that. They need him yep. to average in double figures like he's done before. I mean, that my biggest issue with him so far is he uh, North Carolina lights out, he makes seven. Last night lights out, he makes six. But then other games, he takes three or four shots and – and doesn't contribute, and that's. I mean, I just think he, I, he needs to be more consistent. Wouldn't you say, Adam? That's the challenge for him, right? You know, to to go through the Big Ten. Now they still got 17 games left.
5: Yeah, but you know, the, the hard part with this team too is sometimes it, it feels like we ride the hot hand, which is what you want to do. And you know, I think some of our guys don't really press. It's, it's not meaning that it's not your night, but you know, sometimes when insides open or other guys, I, I think our team is very unselfish.
4: Mm-hmm. Where Oh, I agree. You know, I completely agree with and, that. And, and, yeah. and Garz is, is always on and It
5: is, And it's hard. I mean, you want to be – it'd be nice if everybody could be around, you know, 14, 15 points a game, even and out. You know what you're going to get. But, you know, I think uh, confidence is a big thing for these guys. You know, um, Joe Wieskamp early on, you know, CJ's kind of had a pretty consistent numbers. I'd once again like to see him continue to keep shooting the ball more. Um, but even with Bohannon, I, I think he knows when he's hot and he's open, he's going to fire him up. If he feels like it's not working out in his favor or he's getting that pressure, he's going to defer to some of these other guys, which which is pretty noble. I mean, some of these guys would just continue jacking up shots to try to you know shoot themselves in a game. Um, but I think, there again, the unselfishness of this team is what makes us uh, special, especially when you compare well, the, the other
2: good teams out there. And what's also different now, too, is if Bohannon – is struggling, Fran takes him out because he trusts Toussaint. They mm-hmm. have they have an option. I mean, there's been games where Jordan's played like 24 minutes. Cause, I mean, so they do have more flexibility now. So, no, I just think for Iowa, for this Iowa team to reach its potential, Jordan Bohannon has to be making some shots. That's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think he has to. I, I don't think they're going to win big, big games if it's one of these nights where he takes three shots and scores like one two points or something. Well, I think and spends half the game on the bench. I don't think that will be good. The other maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, but I think he needs (laughs) to average in double figures for them to reach their full potential.
5: The other it definitely helps. He he stretches that defense out. I mean you gotta once he starts hitting, you gotta come out there, including all the way out to the the edge of the logo. And so that helps a lot with the offense if he's making shots like that. Even if he's, you know, he gets hot like this. I mean, people are watching the film, including Rutgers. Oh, you know Rutgers is aware,
2: aware of him again. It'll be interesting to see how much they sag in on Luka. And just are they going to just leave him open? Sag, give Bohan and his. Let's shut down guard. Would you do that, Tom?
1: Um, I was just going to say the other part of that equation: if Jordan is not hitting and Connor is not much of a scorer, you can't have you know forty percent of your starters not scoring. I don't think you can be successful.
2: And don't you think that's why Fran? He takes him out. I mean, he, yes. I mean, he puts Toussaint in. He puts. I mean, yeah, and and I think Fran. Well, I think uh, recognizes not, you know, that, and that's what's different cr- now. Whereas I think two or three years ago, if Mohanen was struggling, he had to stay in there and keep shooting. Now I don't think he has to.
5: Yeah, and and Do you agree I agree with you, that, Adam. Just, yeah, I agree. Some of it I think too might be a little bit of a matchup deal. You know, just like sure. with uh, Minnesota. You know, oh, without question, yeah. having a good game and. He was able to penetrate, get into the lane. You know, there's some things in there that they're they're two totally different guards. So sometimes, mm-hmm. if it may not be a chance of and maybe he's not shooting well, but maybe it's hey, we can give a different look in there, or maybe there's a better matchup on defense. You know, that we can get Joe to Tucson to shut somebody down. Um, it, it does. It gives us flex, flexibility, in my opinion. But if he can get hot early, it it does. You're you're right. He they're helps. a different team. Um, they are. They. both. Well, Anybody'd be different when uh, you get a guy out there, you know, shooting and going six or nine from three. That's a huge mm-hmm. help, especially from your point guard. So, um, yeah, I don't want him to put any added pressure onto himself. It's his last year. You know, he's he's back. He's healthy. He's looking good. I, hopefully, a couple of these games will kind of springboard him and uh, you know, becoming that consistent scorer that we're we're used to.
2: Let's... I mean, you pretty much know what you're going to get from Garza anywhere from eighteen to thirty points mean, with Frederick and Bohannon, if they're on and they're playing well, scoring in double figures, Iowa is a really hard team to beat. Yep, a really hard team to beat, and we saw that last night. So it'll be interesting to see if Ron Harper's back. This it's going to be it's going to be a tough game, but that's the Big Ten, and I can't wait for it. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a, a fun game to watch. Don't you guys? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The Big Ten is just nuts. I mean, that Minnesota team turns Destroyed around and beats Michigan State by 25 points, you know. Just crazy. There's one one undefeated team in the Big Ten right now, and that's it.
2: I know. It's, it is. It's, but Fran said it was going to be like this, and wow, the plow just came by again. They've been by three times in like the last five minutes.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, it looks like I can drive everywhere. Sun's coming out. The sun's actually starting to peek through a little bit.
1: Hey. This is your he's lucky day. Good.
2: All right, so but but no, I, that was I. I just was really confident. Uh, they're they're going to be a hard team to beat at home, even without fans. They're comfortable there. They seem to shoot better there. I mean, I do think they. I I I'd like to see Jack Nunge get more involved in the offense again. I mean, just your guys' thoughts on that? I I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, it just seems like he's kind of. He had some moments, but I I think they're going to need him. There's going to be some games where they really need him to come through, too, just to give them another tall presence on that front line.
4: Yeah,
5: I agree, and we need him to – once again, he didn't take a three last night. I'd like to see him score from inside. Didn't work his way out. Sometimes he kind of settles on that three-point right away, but he can do a lot of things for us around the glass and, you know, just his presence alone down there, especially when him and Luca are in at the same time. Um we're definitely going to need Jack Nungy this year. And uh, he's had great games here. And once yep. again, he didn't play playing last year. He's getting his legs underneath him in the tough start to the season. Um, but, yeah, we, we're going to need a lot of production out of him.
2: He looks yeah, a little uncomfortable the subject, but still. i got to ask you, Adam, just pop- How about Drake,
5: 11-0? I know. I mean, They're, what uh, a job that Darian kind of and Matt did. I figured they'd have a good start to the year, but this is uh, this is impressive.
2: I watched him the other day. I didn't realize he's athletic. they got a couple of players I weren't aware of on the roster. Sure, they'd love to have Liam Robbins. I mean, I can only imagine, oh but man, they're way I more athletic know. than I thought. I mean, Darian DeVries has done a heck of a job there. I mean, they're 11-0, and and they have coming off back-to-back 20-win seasons for the first time since the early 70s. And now Matt Gatins is a full-time assistant there. I mean, I'm excited for Drake, and I'm excited for Matt. It's, uh, I mean, I'd love to see Drake and Iowa play this year. I think that'd be a, I think that'd be a fun game. Drake's good.
5: Uh, he's got to turn around. And I thought the same thing when I was watching the Minnesota game. I'm like, imagine Drake having him down low on mm. the block. I mean, and just no, as you're a right. player like his level, that would – I mean, you're looking at a Drake team that's easily a top-20 team, I think, if you've got him in the lineup, too.
2: I agree. Because I'll give Robins credit. He played well against Iowa. He was a difference. What do you have, 18 points? He did.
1: And that three that he hit was huge. just huge. That was the game. Yep, it was. the deal.
2: Yep. Yeah, that finally, I said, okay, man, this thing's over. And that was not an easy three. That came in sort of in transition. He popped it from the top of the key. You know, Adam, those aren't easy to make in tough moments like that.
5: No, and he's a seven-footer. I mean, he's a big boy out there, and he's got a good frame on him. He's athletic. He, I thought he did a good job of defending Luka. Um, he, he'd he be a huge asset for any, any team, especially uh, Drake this year. But, um, you know, he transferred, and... We'll see what Drake can do. I'm excited for him. It'd be nice to see him. I am, too.
2: Missouri Valley. So you think Robbins has a chance or... to play in the NBA, not to put you on the spot?
5: I mean, I, it's hard to say. I mean, he, he can move. he got another he year. Yeah, I mean, these guys, uh, seven foot and can move and shoot, that's hard to find. So
2: He's also got a knack for blocking to shots, too, sort of like A.C. Earl did. So, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule anything out. So, okay. So, what do you think the keys are for Iowa going into this Rutgers game? What do you What, what do you do? You think they need to establish Luka right away, or what do you think they need to do? I mean, what, what would, I would you like do? I
5: like to see Luka get established right away and then go inside out. You know, okay. It's kind of the bread and butter there. Get him going, and then as soon as they continue to start doubling down or or however they're playing help side defense on him, I think you got to you know from there. Hopefully, our our guards can can make things happen. And still, I, I want to see us penetrate and trying to get to the rack. I want to see. You know, CJ continue to do what he's done. Uh, I like those mid-range jumpers off the dribble, um, you know, scoring a lot of different ways. We can do it. So, but, yeah, I think Luca, we we get him going early. That's going to be a positive for us.
2: God, Geo Baker's
5: still at Rutgers.
2: <laughs> That's what they're <laughs> saying about Bohannon, though, for – Yes. You're, True. Team, no, you're, you're right. I'm, you you're off. right about that. <laughs> well,
1: um, not only that, guys, but it, because of COVID, Geo could be back next year if he wants.
2: <laughs> and I was thinking about that too. Davion Nixon could come back for two more years. Alaric Jackson could come back for a six year if they all. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they're not, but yeah, I mean, anyone could come back.
1: This is crazy. Yeah, Jordan could be on, uh, could beat Jess Settles if he comes back next year.
2: Speaking of Jess, I love it when he does the game. I do too. He's I mean, me he's is. good, he's fair, he's objective, he's a hawk, clearly, but. Uh, Adam, he just brings so much passion and great insight. And we've got to remember, Jess is coached. He knows, he knows what he's talking about. I mean, the way he talks about playing off screens and what have you, it's really interesting. I, I really enjoy him.
5: No, he's right. And, and I, I know yesterday in the second half, he gave a really nice compliment to uh, Connor. Just on post-feeds, he might be one of yes. the best in the country. And, and just describing that, he's right. He's dead on. There's not a lot of guys that can post entry pass as well as you know, no, games. you're right about
2: that. I've actually written about he's going to
5: find ways to get that ball in there, and, and just sees that kind of stuff. And the other thing I like, this is my Hawkeye glasses on, but he does know this team, and he he's been around. Sometimes you get these announcers, especially if it's a national game, they haven't seen much of Iowa, and they you know, so to get his input and um, just announce and breakdown of the game, I think it's uh, it just adds a lot more when he's on there.
2: And Connor, I just I remember watching him in high school, and Bergie telling me. He had this, just this gift for throwing post-entry passes to where the post player basically doesn't have to stop his momentum and getting to the basket and shooting in one fluid motion, if that makes sense. Does that make sense to you, Adam? No, it does.
5: I, and I wasn't the best in post-entry pass. I mean, I'd Bruner down low, Eric Hansen back in the day, but um, it is, it's It's a knack. Those guys can you know, ball fake, do whatever it takes to get that ball in there, and not only to get it into the post, but just like what you said, in a position where – their movements carrying them right with the ball, or it's in the yes. right position where they want it, where the defense isn't gonna, you know, be able to get it, get to the ball. He, uh, he's got a knack for that, and and that's a huge bonus for a guy like Luca. When you get a post-entry guy like that that can feed it to you,
2: you know, where and whenever you need it. And Luca has pointed that out countless times. I mean he Luca's really good at recognizing what his teammates bring to him. And no, that and it's little things like that is why Connor plays so much. And the fact that he's six five and can guard. People sometimes even when he struggles on offense, there's times when Connor's guarding three different positions during the course of a game. Yep. Adam, you know how important that is when you're doing matchups and rotations. It is and, and that's that's a
5: that's a tough position to be in. I mean, sometimes he's locked out on a on a four which has got, you know, three, four inches on him and a lot more size. He just continues to fight and battle out there. And he's one of those, uh, he's a scrapper. You want him on your team. And he's going to give full effort um, and a coach's kid, just huge basketball IQ. So he's definitely um, a big piece of the puzzle for us this year. And and especially having some of the success and, you know, I, he doesn't force anything, but it is nice when he does get a little bit of a hot hand or
2: no. You're right. Scoring you're right up,
5: question, it makes that defense have to come out and and obviously guard him.
2: Oh, and it also helps. And this can't be coached. This is you either have it or don't. That he's six five, two hundred and fifteen, two hundred and twenty pounds. I mean, that's just yeah. something that you can't coach. I mean, I use you as an example, Adam. I'm curious. I'll put you on the spot. Had you, been, what 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 are you? 6'5"? Yep. Six, four, six five? Yep, 6'4". What if you've grown? What if you were six foot six one? What do you think you would have done in basketball? With all your same talent,
5: uh, I would have had to have cleaned up my ball handling. <laughs> I was—I'd probably have to be more of a point guard.
2: But you know, I mean, what I'm saying though, it's big part of becoming a Division One is how you grow physically. I mean, my older brother grew to six four. That allowed him to become a Division One football recruit. Had he been six foot six one as a defensive lineman, he wouldn't have gotten a scholarship. You know how that stuff works.
5: Well, yeah, and you see a lot of that. There's a lot of good athletes and I just saw it just from what I was coming through some of it is you know there's go to the division two or division three level especially there's incredible players down there they might mm-hmm. just be a couple inches short they've got good athletic athleticism maybe it's just a, a step or two not as quick but just that little bit can make a big difference and you know even for me I saw it at the next level you go to the NBA six four six five as a shooting guard that's maybe in the 80s that was desirable, but it's 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 not like it is now. I mean, some of these guys are, you know, six seven, six eight shooting guards. You know, we're talking about guys that can step out and, and, and play multiple positions, even bring the ball up the court. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the game has changed, and just that little bit of size makes a huge difference.
2: I think I've asked you this before. Of all the NBA players that you played against or saw – is LeBron the biggest freak you've ever seen or who who would that when i say freak i'm talking about physical just oh my god look yeah. at this was it lebron or who was it
5: yeah it was lebron he he definitely you know even just sitting there on the on the bench and and seeing his size out there he ch- he can muscle his way through any of the bigs he can step out act like a point guard i mean he's just a a physical specimen and even when he rises up and you know goes to finish or go grab a rebound he's just different and so um He's a special one that's come through and they always try to do the comparison to Jordan and all these other players. It's just it's they're different players and he's just uh he's a different talent.
2: I mean if I was gonna compare LeBron to anyone, I guess it would be Magic Johnson, but they're even those guys are so different. I mean but yeah, yeah, no, uh, he is just amazing that he's still able to do this physically at his age and what have you. But as far as back to the Big Ten, is any um, how about Maryland winning at Wisconsin? Or beating Wisconsin was it at was was it in Manchester? it, was, it was, at was at the
1: Kohl Center yeah
2: I mean I'm, explain that somebody
1: <laughs> go ahead Adam all your <laughs> <laughs> why we have him on Adams you got well, like I
2: mean, go to answer the complex is that just the Big Ten yeah it, it is the
5: Big Ten and I'll go back to just what happened with us Friday up in you know Minneapolis good point I was disappointed in that because that was such a winnable game and we were winning what seven points with forty four seconds yep. left I mean those are games you just can't give up but but there is so much talent and there's so much parity in this league. It really can't happen any given night. You don't shoot well. You don't finish a game. Anybody's vulnerable for a loss. And, you know, it, even up in Wisconsin, a, a place in a team that you typically think closes those games out at home or, or you know, kind of not set as a win coming in, it, it, anything is possible. So I think that's why each game you take it one at a time and just know, hey, you've got to come ready and you got to finish the game entirely. You can't, you know, take a breath or um, relax for a second, because just like what happened to us, it, it quickly changed, and we go into overtime, and you know, we end up walking out of there with a loss when, once again, I thought we were the better team and just did not finish.
2: And I think that's what they're hearing every day from Fran. That's why I think, I think mentally this team's fine, it'll be fine. I just think if it is, no team is perfect, and if this team does have a flaw at times, it struggles on defense and it's usually struggles on defense in transition, fast-paced games, what have you. But you know, if it can figure out ways to overcome that, I think there's a lot more to like good to, about this team than bad. And I, I mean, they're eight and two and two and one. I mean, they're kind of to me. I mean, they're you'd love to be undefeated, but I, I think they're okay right now. Don't. What do you guys think?
1: I agree. I don't think there's anything to worry it's about right now. Board. It's a long
2: grind. You just be happy with what you got. Just be hopeful that you just be able to keep playing. I mean. Right now, I mean, Iowa—the football team made it through all eight of a change. The basketball team now has gone ten for ten. I mean, there's a lot to be happy for because there's a lot to not be happy for going on right now.
5: That Amen that. Sure. I'll, I'll take it as long as we're playing and there's stuff on TV like that. I, yep, it just helps get through to, uh, you know some of this crap we've been going through all year.
2: It, it and does. How about the markets? How are they doing right now?
5: Good, better than yesterday. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good run here.
2: So what do you you attribute that to? The vaccines?
5: I think that helps. You know, stuff, you know, just the optimism of stuff coming back. Although, you know, look at the market in in general, especially some of the large, big companies, you know, even during the heart of COVID. I mean, look at the Amazon packages. Look at the deliveries. Look at the... Yeah, that's true. And, you know, people were still buying and spending, even through, you know, some of the worst times I've ever lived through. So...
2: Oh, no, worst times. Now, I mean, or Tom or other, other companies. Steve, too. has these been the worst times you guys have ever lived through?
1: Well, Steve lived through the Spanish flu in 1918.
2: <laughs> it was well. That's true. I forgot about that. And wasn't he? Um... I was.
3: Uh, <laughs> d- I, w- I was uh, doing afternoons then, and uh... you and Marconi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and talking about early retirement, right?
3: Yeah. Well, I wanted to retire, and uh, uh, when Wilson, uh, when Wilson got elected, and
2: there you go. But no, this is. Um, do you have anything else, Tom? This has been. I, I, I can't think of any. I think we've covered it all. This has been a it, good discussion. It's been
1: fun. Oh, wait, i got
2: to ask Adam. Adam, you've heard of Yukon Cornelius, haven't you?
5: <laughs> I have. Why, why haven't I heard that?
2: Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The inspector uh, that helped okay. Slavia drop the, the, bon, the Bonnell snowman.
3: You thought he played for Minnesota at <laughs> one time, didn't you, Adam?
2: <laughs> yeah, and thought he was an oversized shooting guard. <laughs>
5: well, How, how did it, you bring that name up? I, I was listening, but I, when did
3: that come up?
2: <laughs> I, how did it come up? We're, I, somehow I brought up Rudolph Reddun, and then Tom and Captain <laughs> scoffed and dismissed it, so I had to fight back. Yeah, he's the one with they were the belittling my with the, with the my beard. metaphor, I believe.
1: <clears throat> we watch real Christmas movies.
2: Have, have, have any of you guys watched besides me? Watch Prancer. No, no. I'm telling yeah, you, watch. I'm, I'm not asking about White Boy ago. Rick anymore, Adam. You should. Have you watched Prancer, Adam, with Sam Elliott? I have. Yep. That's a good movie, isn't it? It is a good movie. I. You know what? My kids. I they've watched all kinds of Christmas movies.
5: I don't think they've seen that one. That might be one to watch this week.
2: It would be a good movie to watch with your kids. How old are your kids? Uh, Twelve, nine, six, and sixteen
3: months. Okay, well, the okay, six-year-old. Yeah, uh, I'm
2: sh- I'm not sure about the sixteen-month one. Yeah, the the, he or he <laughs> may get bored with it, but I think that no, I think it'll be a. I think it's a good movie, and I, I Shooter and Captain. Movie. I think you guys should watch it too, and then six- we can talk
3: about it. Six-year-old I'll give it up old on did... White
2: Boy Rick, but I'm not giving up on Prancer.
3: Six-year-old probably liked Die Hard. Have has he seen that? Adam? <laughs> They
5: haven't seen that one yet, but I still don't know how that's a Christmas movie. I saw Brenner tweeting some stuff out there that he's watching that as a Christmas flick. I, I don't know if that's... I don't know if I'd put that up there with Prancer and everybody else. I'm, you know? <laughs> I've never seen
2: Die Hard.
3: Never seen Die Hard? I never have. Wow.
2: I'm not a huge Bruce Well, It's Bruce Willis, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know...
2: I've never seen it. I, I, I don't know why. I just never have.
3: If I got to interview him, I'd ask him what he's talking about. Willis. Mm. This is what i, what I ask. Him. <laughs> good God. Well, Adam, with that, why don't you
1: catch us up on the, on the Adam Catch Males- up on the
2: markets, and then I'll, I'll call back, guys, in like okay. two or three minutes. Sounds yeah.
3: good. Here's Adam Oleska, right. Wells Fargo Advisors with the markets.
5: Thanks, guys, Good morning, everyone. Stocks finished lower on Tuesday, reversing course after reaching fresh intraday record highs earlier in the session. The Dow and S&P both snapped a three-day winning streak, slipping 68 points um, and 0.2%, respectively. The Nasdaq Composite fell 0.4%, and despite the declines, major averages remained on pace to close out 2020 with robust gains. Uh, Through yesterday's close, the S&P has climbed 15.4% for the year. Nasdaq has been up 43.2%, and the Dow has has lagged on a relative basis, but is on pace for a 6.3% annual advance. Investors uh did assess uh fiscal stimulus updates yesterday. The House passed a bill on Monday that would increase stimulus checks to $2,000 from the current $600 level. The measure now moves to the Senate where the size of the payment is likely to face pushback. On the data front, a release from S&P CoreLogic, Keith Schiller showed that home prices in 20 US cities climbed 1.6% in October and nearly 8% compared to a year ago. Uh look at the market here this morning. Uh Uh, Markets are pointing to a higher uh, open and a higher market here on Wednesday as lingering vaccine optimism outweighs worsening coronavirus trends. Right now, the Dow is up 165 points. NASDAQ is up 42 points, and the S&P is up 14 points uh, here in early trading. In corporate news, Caterpillar is up 2.3% after being the subject of positive analyst comments. In commodities, crude is adding 0.7% to $48.34 a barrel gold is increasing. Uh, that is at 1884 an ounce despite a weaker dollar. And overseas, the Euro Stock 600 is rising for the fifth straight day. And overnight in Asia, Japan's Nikkei 225 fell half a percent, while Hong Kong's Hang Sen rose 2.2%. Once again, this has been Adam Oluska with Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. If you're in the Iowa City, Coralville area, we can be reached at 319 338 3799, or you can always come in and see us. Adam Aleska, Corey Urian, Ted Stoley, Scott Higgins, and Karen Jackson. We're at 501 12th Avenue, Suite 201 in Coralville, Iowa. 1 800
4: 800
1: Rose. 1 800 800 Rose, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1 800 800 rows It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROWS, your FTD florist.
8: 1-800-800-ROWS Remember...
6: Hey everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert. And I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title & Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together.
1: Deer season is upon us, and Dirk Sterner Taxidermy of Lone Tree is ready. For over 30 years, owner Dirk Sterner has been providing affordable, top-notch taxidermy services to eastern Iowa. Dirk Sterner Taxidermy invites you to visit their Facebook page and see some of Dirk's award-winning mounts. Call Dirk Sterner Taxidermy at 319-330-1774, 319-330-1774, or visit them on Facebook at Dirk Sterner Taxidermy. Dear season is upon us, and Dirk
3: Sterner Taxidermy is ready. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental Team provide superior care
0: for your entire family. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. You see the same people there greeting you and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer.
7: Deary Ford in Iowa City.
0: That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you.
7: Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. Dearyford.com.
8: Hi, this is Bill Eichsring of the Oxyoke Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carry-out and take the comforting taste of the Oxyok home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxiokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Axioc family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Axiocin in the heart of Amana.
6: From the Hurting and
1: Stalker studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty
2: 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Herteen
4: and stalker jewelers. making memories.
2: KCJJ weather brought to you by the Iowa City Burger Hall on the Ped
4: Mall.
1: Here
3: is your KCJJ forecast. The snow pretty much coming to an end by now. Will gradually clear out this morning. Should be partly cloudy through the afternoon with a high near 27 today. The wind west to 10 to 20. Tonight, partly cloudy, 10. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, high of 24. And then we are looking forward to a little more freezing rain and snow late tomorrow night with some freezing rain, sleet, and snow possible into New Year's Day. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630. KCJJ. Temperature now 27. HawkFanatic.com. Hello. I'm here. All right. You called the the request.
2: All
3: right. I'll call back. I'll call back. okay. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, man. That's okay. Yeah, the uh, ice and stuff, it's not going to be. it's not going to be like uh, we had or anything, and it, it might not be much. Yeah, So good. At least that's what various... Well,
1: any ice is yeah. just
3: nasty. Yeah, but you're not supposed to do anything on New Year's Eve anyway, so...
1: Well, <laughs> so
3: true. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It's me. Hell, you're back.
2: Isn't you... I, they always said New Year's Eve was for amateurs, isn't that...
3: Amateur night, um, yeah,
2: yeah. Amateur, amateur night. night, yeah. I yep. mean, I never. I mean, I don't remember ever having a an incredible time on New Year's Eve. It seems like it never lives up to what you you know. I mean, how about you guys?
1: We had when in when we were in the band, we had some fun. New New Year's were always good gigs. They were I'm fun.
2: Sure, something like that. I just never was one to do well. Yeah, I don't remember going to many gigs like on New Year's Eve. No. I don't, remember, I don't know, but hell, some of that's a, a haze anyway. Many moons ago,
3: <laughs> we yeah, we did remotes and it was just work uh, for a lot of my. And they, we well, a-
2: that's the other thing. For thirty years, I've been covering Iowa football, and lots of times there's there is a lot of work going on between Christmas and New Year's, so it yeah. is sort of a a different focus.
1: Yeah, oh, got a call here.
2: Well, my buddy whose dogs I'm watching, they're, uh, he's off. He's off between um, Christmas and New Year's on vacation. Can you hear that music in the background? Yes. Can you hear it?
4: Yeah.
1: All
3: right, just a hey. Second, just... Good morning. Good morning. Okay. okay, we hear it. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, Mindy Perry couldn't have done better herself.
2: So. No, there's no way she could uh, be doing this. This is. <laughs> Side two of Umaguma. I've got it on in the background just because I can, because I'm at home. Hi, I can't do yes. that when I'm in the station. You're on the air. Yeah. You're on the air. Yep. I'm, are we have a call. Yes. Yes.
7: <laughs> yes. Hello.
2: Hey.
4: Hello.
7: What do you think of that music? Anyway, uh, <clears throat> what? How many of the Big Ten teams that are left do you think are going to win their bowl games?
1: Dep- oh, <sighs> we don't even know who all's going to play yet. I mean, but...
2: Wisconsin, Wake Forest. Indiana old miss and Ohio state No, Northwestern
1: is I don't think is going to play. I think the I think the Citrus Bowls in in Is that game
2: not being canceled? I,
1: I don't know if it's officially been canceled, but uh, there's there's problems. There's COVID problems.
7: Oh, brother.
1: Yeah. So I
7: wouldn't be able to go anywhere anyway. A big maple tree fell right down across my driveway.
4: Oh
2: well. really? From the weight of the snow?
7: Yeah, it just fell right down, and my my son said, "Well, can you pick it up and move it over?" Well, no. <laughs> 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 what
2: does he think you are, ISIS, <laughs> Wonder Woman?
7: Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Well, maples, the maples aren't very heavy. Maybe you it's, can move it over." It's a tree. Good God. It's a tree. Oh, It's a whole tree. Yeah. <laughs> if I can move it over, I'm going to be surprised.
1: Well, yeah, don't and be anyways, a wuss. Go cool, out and move up
7: it. My I don't think he's going to do anything about it, so I'm going to have to wait for my son to come with his chainsaw and cut it up.
1: Wow. Yeah, it's <laughs> no fun. Trees anyway, being down. My
7: uh, brother from Cleveland was. Wondering why Iowa didn't work a little bit harder at getting Luka
2: up to twenty points last night. Uh, you know, I, uh, I mean, Bohannon was hot, and I think he took a couple threes when maybe they could have fed it into Luka. And to me, in the long run, it's more important to get Bohannon back on board than yep. to have Luka keep scoring twenty points. Yep. I think Luka would yeah. tell you that. I mean, that would have been I nice. See, that's kind of what I led with. I mean, but I other other there's, there's more important things than Luka scoring twenty points a game.
7: But he thought he, it would have been nice for him to keep his
2: record going. Yeah, I mean it would have been, but it didn't happen, and it's—I don't know—I just don't think it's worth. It, it, I don't think it's worth being upset about or anything. It's unfortunate, I guess, but they won the game, and Bohannon looks like he's got his swagger back a little bit, and I think that's more important than Luca doing it for eighteen games in a row. Well, I mean, what do you think, Tom?
1: No, I, I agree, and I, I, yeah, Luca would say, I, I just want to win. Yeah, and they won.
7: Well, Luca did eventually. <laughs> Three pointer there toward the end, and it didn't go. Mm
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean you, some people say he should have fed the post, and, you know, I mean, I guess you could argue about that, but, eh, what's the point? Now Luca can just start another 20 game scoring streak. Do you think streak. there's
7: any Big Ten team that's really outstanding, or are we all kind of in a little bowl there together?
1: Well, um, I've seen them all play multi times. And I all don't think some
7: days they're all good, and some days they're not. Yeah, I
2: think there's five or six that are. I think there's two or three that are really good. Five or six that are. I thought good.
7: Wisconsin was, and then they played against Maryland,
2: lost. Mm-hmm. But I still say Wisconsin's pretty good. It's just that Maryland's yeah. better than I thought. Maryland's not bad. Maryland's at least good, maybe even a little better.
1: I think the so, only two teams, in there even they can come up and 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 win if you're not ready to play. I think Penn State and Nebraska are
2: probably yeah, Nebraska behind the rest. Yeah, Iowa last year, Nebraska's way better this year than they yeah. were last year.
4: Yeah.
7: Now, Pat, did you go over there last night?
2: No. No, I did not.
7: Well, um, I, don't, I, I know Doug said know. that it took him an hour to get up there from just a motel that he was at. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, what, it, it, well, what's the point in just being another car out on the road? I think the best thing for me yeah, to do is just to, I mean, plus, we don't have any access to anything. We're over there. You have to Zoom. So I just Zoom from home. No, oh, no I let Matt Weitzel know in the afternoon that I was not... I, don't, I know Rob How didn't go. I don't think Mike Coloss went from Cedar Rapids. I mean, 380 was shut down for a while.
4: Yeah.
7: Yeah, they said... It made they no sense. I'm not criticizing that the right people Boulevard. that went. I actually we admire their courage air- and commitment. Airport.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, so, but, nope, I wasn't over there.
7: Okay, well, let's hope that we can beat uh, Rutgers. And do you think Ohio State has any chance against Clemson?
2: Yeah, I think they have a chance, of course. I, I, I would probably pick, Cle- I pick Clemson, but I think, definitely think they have a chance.
7: Because I know the people out Ohio State where they don't, they don't like Clemson, but then I said, well, a lot of teams don't like Clemson. so
2: what happens when you win.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ohio State has a chance, but, it, yeah, I, I don't even know what the line is. Is it somewhere around 8 or 9? I'm so not you sure. you think
7: it'll be Clemson and uh, Alabama in the title? Yes. yes. And who do you think will win there?
2: I don't know. I don't have a feeling either way right now, to be honest with you. Alabama's defense is suspect. The only one I'm really confident about is Alabama beating Notre Dame.
4: Yeah, That's I the one where I'd be surprised if it didn't. Will. If it
2: went the other way, and trust me, I want Notre Dame to win. I just don't think they have a chance. Much, or, much. Yeah. Or you always have a chance, but I just don't think. I they think Alabama's know. offense is just too strong.
7: Okay, well, you guys behave yourself. And if All you ever right, walk by my way, would you please pull my tree off my driveway? Yeah.
2: Well, the maples
1: aren't that heavy, so I, I yeah. want you to go out yeah. there <laughs> and move that sob. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, bye.
3: Thank
2: you, uh, guys.
3: Yeah, why would, he, why would he tell her that?
2: That is a son having strong faith in his
3: mom. Boy, I guess. <laughs> Here, we got, got another call. Hi, you're on the air.
6: Yeah, I, I'm looking for volunteers to come and shovel my parking lot. And everyone who
1: shows up will get half-price parking for the Minnesota uh,
3: okay. Gate. Okay, <laughs> got tired of that. <laughs> He's gotten tired of it. Yeah. Well, Am I supposed to say something? <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: you let him go though. You let him finish his you let him finish his yeah, bit. Yeah, just yeah, I'm tired of it. Are right. tired of that bit or what? Um, or is that, that one didn't work for you, did it? No. Some of his work, some of them make you laugh. Some
3: of them do, but that that wasn't that wasn't it.
2: He likes the parking theme, doesn't he?
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: you know. and the Ashley Hinson. This is the same as the Ashley Henson theme too. Yes, right? yes. I'm guess. someday my guess is he's going to call in and
3: say that she now needs two parking spaces. Well, that's Get mean, it? Pat. Very mean. Yeah, you're mean. <laughs> well, I'm just. I, I don't. I, I don't know because I haven't seen it. That... She's. she's Did you see what i was saying, though? She's fine. Hello.
7: Leave her alone, Pat. She's a duly elected representative.
2: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I will do that. I um I didn't vote for her. Um, <laughs> we not I don't think I even vo- I don't think I even voted for that one.
3: No, she no. She's out. out of our district.
2: Okay, that okay because I don't remember that being. You know, I I don't have anything. I think she went to Valley. She's a rival. I went to Dallas, She went to Valley. Granted. 20 years. No, no.
3: I, she, I, I think she's from California.
2: No, I think she went to West
3: Des Moines Valley.
1: I don't have any idea. Uh,
2: I'm pretty sure she did. Tommy,
3: um, do you know? What? Did Ashley go to Valley Des Moines, or did she grow up in California? I
2: could be getting her mixed up with somebody, but I'm pretty sure she went to West Des Moines Valley. At least someone told me that. Right. Tommy knows. He stalks these people. Find out.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay.
2: That sounds like I'm stalking her. I have all this vital information about her. Yeah, I have her. nothing. No, somehow, just somebody told me a long time ago that she had went to Western Wind Valley yeah. when she was, a, I mean, a newscaster. She was so a valley she girl. She called herself a recovering journalist.
3: Yeah, that's what pissed me off. That did That, that kind of
2: pissed me off, too. I mean, you know, I mean, it's still a good profession.
3: Yeah, it's a real good profession, and that's And we need. One. it
2: And, yeah, we definitely need it. So, yeah. uh, But, um Tom, are you depressed because the football game would be starting in about four hours?
1: Um, I, it certainly was on my agenda. But no, I, no. But it's too bad.
2: Yeah, I mean, it would have been definitely, I mean, it's going to be a little harder to get page views today. I'll, I will admit, you know what I mean? I'm like on the website and yeah. what have you. I mean, it's uh, from a personal and a business. It's a, it's a hit. Um, it's just weird to think that, I mean, that they were supposed to play in a bowl game today, and it's not happening, but it's really not that weird because this year has been so weird to where nothing seems weird anymore, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the women's game tomorrow against uh, C. Vivian, bringing her now, team in.
2: Yeah, that will be. And it sounds like there's a slight chance of bad weather.
1: Mm hmm. Uh,.
3: Yeah there's a slight chance of uh some uh, you know ice and and snow but it, it it's not what we got it's not going to be like that it's going to be like a normal winter okay you know so the
2: worst is over for now is what you're saying
3: yeah well, at least that's yeah that's not okay. what i'm saying that's what they're saying
2: <laughs> but what yes what they're saying you 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 basically are their conduit you
3: for you Bring them to us, yeah, what you do right uh, i yes, I guess, Steve's
1: yes. the middleman here, yeah. you're the middleman, yeah, there's uh well Steve's background is in weather, though you knew that
2: I did not know that that's how you got your start weather,
3: no, I did weather, yeah, I did weather <laughs> did weather for who, oh, I did weather at this uh. TV station and we did a weather thing uh, here at uh, the university when I went. And
2: so do you have all that meteorology degree no. crap? No.
3: I've got a certificate that took me four days to get. And so you're an impersonator. That was of the in man, basically, in yeah, basically.
2: You're half the man that Mace is. Oh is God! No,
3: I don't know. I don't even know half of what man I know. Maybe. So be. if you
2: and Mace were to talk about all the different clouds in the sky, who would know more about it?
3: Uh, well, he would know more about it, but I've looked at clouds from both sides. No, no. Well, That's
2: what's your name, right? And <laughs> and you did that without paying her too. Yeah, not
3: yeah. I mean, uh, this is how I got the station. Uh, by uh, uh, making Judy, Judy Collins songs, yeah. yeah, 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 by playing Judy Collins.
2: So what was her line again? You're getting rich off me.
3: Yeah, she's tired of uh, radio stations getting rich off of her. off of her music. Yeah, yeah.
2: Curious, do you think is Judy Collins? If, if, is, I assume is she still alive? Yes. Yeah. Is she rich? Look up her net worth. Oh, I'm curious yeah. to see yeah. what her she's net worth got. Is.
1: Some money. I'll bet she's.
2: Yes, uh, you guess, Tom.
1: Um, twenty-two and a half million.
2: Oh, okay. Well, oh, I was no, going to say like four, but I, I'll go 12. No. Maybe I'm not giving her enough credit. I don't think the you are. Hates her.
3: I don't think you are.
2: So I mean, where's, where's her money? Both sides now? So, didn't she write about clowns?
3: He, <sighs> she's saying about clowns. Yes, she didn't write in the clowns. Yeah.
2: Or she wanted clowns sent in, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Twelve million. Then then she ends up getting shakes the clown and bitches about it.
1: Yeah, twelve million, million. so Pat, Mm -hmm. you were right. Yeah.
2: Well, that's only after you said twenty two, because I was gonna say like four to six.
3: She says she gets two million alone just by being a bitch.
2: (laughs) Well (laughs) that's good work if you can get it.
3: No, that so really. Were, that when so, she uh, was, so in,
2: she's got twelve million dollars off of what? I'm not. Well, following.
3: her records and her concerts and stuff. I mean, she's put out she's a lot still, of albums, still performing up until COVID. I mean, she's making. Oh, I did not, not yeah, realize. That. Okay, yeah. okay,
2: and obviously,
3: no, and fan. Yeah, and I, I mean, she's okay. I just got torqued off when she got in front of Congress and said that it was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard of. Uh, she
2: was overreacting and overemphasizing her influence, it sounds like.
3: Yeah, oh, a lot.
2: I just didn't realize that she had... I mean, I've heard those two... The send, the, send the Clowns mm-hmm. thing, though, is just kind of like...
3: <clears throat> banging Stephen, my head what is it, that, Steven Sondheim. Sondheim? Yeah, yeah. I just don't like that song. It's, oh, it's an depressing. awful song. But, I mean, she... No artist uh, has made a radio station rich. Uh, and I agree and, with and what radio stations do is, you know, they get a four-minute commercial, basically, a three- to four-minute commercial, and on a station like this, it's a top 40, basically, you know, they're getting, yeah. like, uh, four or five commercials a day. You okay, know?
2: so here's one for you. Captain, what do you think Roger Waters thinks of Judy Collins and vice versa?
3: I would think that... Uh, I think Judy Collins would uh, go up there and bitch slap him. <laughs> 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 the minute he stopped the song, she just go up there and slap him across the face. <laughs> that's that's that would what I. That good. Hello. I'd pay to see that. This <laughs> is the I that was requested to... from WestJet. Wow. <sighs> okay. No, I would. I would watch. So that's it. begun again, would, huh? Yeah. What
2: was
3: that? Oh, they think they're clever. They think they're 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 funny. They just.
2: I know, but what was it? I, to prank call? I yeah, question. they
3: call up the well, WestJet. Yeah, they call up this company, and I've talked to the company and asked them to take our number off. And uh, now I've got uh, i got an attorney talking to uh, WestJet. Oh, Tratt. I didn't realize
2: this was an ongoing situation.
3: Yeah, got an attorney talking to WestJet and uh, and uh, um, the uh, CenturyLink people. Are, uh, oh,
2: interesting. That's the first time I've heard it. How often has it happened?
3: It's been happening a lot the last couple of weeks.
2: Oh, that would be yeah. sort of annoying. So, but extremely. All right. Well, yeah. um, God, it's already ten thirty. It is. And I'm plowed out. Um, I it looks like I. And I've just been told the dogs don't need me today. Tyler Lupke, a former Iowa football player, is over there watching him now. Watched him in the morning, and wow. they got someone. They basically said they don't need me till tomorrow afternoon.
1: Well, that's. This is your day, friend.
2: My day to do nothing, you know. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, that's the thing about the game. I mean, the game was something; it gave us something to do. Now it's there's nothing; yep. it's gone. Yep.
1: All right. Uh, have a, a good day. Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It is free.